Yeah, I think we should start again. But I'm glad. I'm glad you've got your... Do you need any more insults to get out of me before we start? Nah, we'll just keep going. All right, well, welcome back to Girls in the Fast Lane. I'm Ash. And I am sick. (laughs) Also, I am, but literally sick. So, excuse my voice and... Just how I feel like death. So, you know. Well, thank you for soldiering through. I appreciate it. Because I could Yeah, you are welcome. You're welcome. (laughs) Well, it's been a bit of a week, hasn't it? Has it? I mean, I work. Keep it a trace week again. (laughs) Yeah, right? Fuck. I worked so much and you work so much. Like, I literally don't think I watch anything live. I started to watch the race live and fell asleep. I watched the race live and I got paid to watch it because I was at work. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> those patients are getting top quality care. Yeah, so guys, hope you don't press your call bell while, um, while I'm watching the race because uh, you'll be waiting a while. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm a very attentive <laughs> nurse and I just got my dream job. So, well, one of my dream jobs. Yeah, congratulations. We're losing M to Darwin. But never fear, she's Darwin. still... Oh, it's Alice Springs. Same shit. Same stuff. Whoa, state. it is literally not. Um, it is the same state. She's going to Uluru, essentially, for any of our international listeners. Um, Ooh, it's four hours from Uluru. It's, very, it's the closest landmark that any international person is going to know. You know, I think I've got tonsillitis, just like Lando did this weekend. I mean, poor dude. I am still very impressed at his... Um, his performance this weekend though I mean he nearly got into Q3 he had his lifetime deleted unfortunately but he still he still got up to P8 and still got some points for the team which is really important so good on him yeah I mean even Daniel got into Q3 and didn't get points for the team so yeah I really think that it's getting to the point where it's like okay is he is it the car or is he underperforming and it's I for me, I think he's underperforming. And I think, how long can this go on? Lando's on almost 40 points for memory. I think he's on 39. Daniel's on 11. Um, Lando can't be expected to carry the team. Like, you need someone getting those constructors' points. Like, otherwise, they're going to fall. And it's not like other teams, like Williams or Aston, where they're obviously the car is underperforming and because they're relatively on the same point. Hmm. Um, so it's not like you can, I feel like you can't blame the car. This is his second year in this kind of car. So you'd think, what if he, what if, okay, what if Checo leaves Red Bull? What if Daniel goes back to Red Bull? What happens if they just do a driver swap? Red Bull. That would be nice. Jesus. Red Bull and McLaren, are you listening? (laughs) Guys, have a driver swap. Why not? Yeah, why not? Be, um, I actually think that's a really great idea. You could actually, you could actually swap Pierre and Daniel. So put Pierre at McLaren, and then swap Checo and Daniel. So Checo is the number one driver at AlphaTauri, and Daniel is second to Max. Mm, I don't know. Is that too complicated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. My I think that would yeah. work. 
Yeah, I think it could work too, but I also, I don't know, I feel like Daniel's better off retiring than going to Alpha. Yeah, I mean. But also, I think this brings us to a point that we have been discussing off the pod quite a bit this for today anyway. Um, is the is Red Bull expecting too much of their second driver? I... I the okay, so the race I understand <laughs> it. It made me it it made me really sad when Checo had to give up the position to Max. Yeah. Um. I. Oh my god, I don't know what to say to be honest, because I'm in two minds of I really want to see Checo win a race, because why wouldn't I? Mm-hmm. And then I'm in the other mind of well, you kind of knew what you were signing up to. I don't think he really did. I really don't because I think that having the more experience, he thought that he, like, I think he knew that he was going to help Max win the championship last year, especially how toe-to-toe it was between um, Max and Hamilton. But Max has been Red Bull's number one driver since 2017. Yeah, yeah, I'm not disputing that. But at the same time, like, I think that he thought it would be more fair that when he's got fresher tires or when he has the race pace that he wouldn't just be defending for Max because I think that is it's pushing it too far like what they did on the weekend was pushing it way too far yeah it's it's difficult and it would be such a difficult position for his race engineer to be in when he's just conveying team orders and yeah yeah it would be so hard and be so hard for Checo Mm -hmm. yeah and I think it's just really unfair because to be honest, Checo deserved to win that race. Max didn't. Like, Max didn't have the pace Checo did. Max wasn't, like, was having DRS issues. And, I mean, I get why they did it because it was protecting Max and it was probably helping them get maximum points because he, Max was having a tanty about his DRS, essentially. But I still think that it's – I still think that Checo should have won. I think it's wrong. I think they're pushing it too far. And if I was Checker, I wouldn't want to be with Red Bull anymore. Yeah. Especially after it's, after everything he did for Max last year. Oh, 100%. It's just, it's such a difficult situation. And the fact that they're currently in talks about a contract extension, I think this is really going to heavily play on it. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if Checker just got up and retired. He's got three kids now. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. I think he's at the top of his game, though. So uh, it's a yeah. hard... Ugh. But I, do you think if he went to another team, he would be a number one driver? No, God no, because every single team is placing all their bets on the young drivers, which is 100% the way to go because that's the new generation. But speaking of Red Bull, um, let's talk about Aston Martin's little, little coffee cat situation going on. What have they done? I haven't seen anything about this. You totally have. And I, I know it. You... <laughs> Um, Aston Martin have have an almost identical Red Bull. It's just great. They've really taken Aston Martin Red Bull racing to the next level. <laughs> I honestly, I'm I'm not. I don't. I haven't. That was the one thing I didn't check before the podcast started. Was um, has there been any investigation being launched into them? Like I know that there was a lot of sly so jokes and stuff going on. This apparently, weekend. Red Bull are looking into it mainly because they actually lost a lot of. Um, of their team to Aston Martin 
Mm-hmm. Um, but Aston Martin say that they can uh, provide uh, facts and show that they actually had this version of their a uh, of the AMR twenty two last year in development. Um, mm. I see. <laughs> I don't believe them. Because if you did, like, why didn't you just come? It's a bit different if, like, at the start of the season they had really similar cars and you're like, oh, okay, like, they've obviously done the tests and they've come up with the same thing. But it, you're like, yeah, f- what, six races in now? Like, are you, are you but also, also the fact that it's happened twice now. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you didn't know, um, Aston Martin previously was Racing Point. Um, mm-hmm. And Racing Point were very well known one year for having a pink Mercedes. Um, and they so, had to change their car, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't they did think some they research. did. I think they lost twenty championship points, and that was it. Bullshit. I'm fairly certain that's what it came up when I looked into it. Yeah, because that's I mean, the year Checo won in Abu Dhabi or Bahrain. Bahrain. Yeah. And yeah, Lance got his pole. So. And they got podiums. Lance got a podium in Monza. It was that year. So, so are you predicting? Are you going to be predicting some um, some solid? Well, we've Martin seen podiums, or are we just leaving it? Maybe if they had to come out and absolutely killed it on the weekend, but they didn't, and neither driver finished in the points. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, it could be track dependent though. Um, it so could be. It's going to be. It could be. It'll be an interesting watch for sure. Yeah. Yeah, well, moving on, we also had the the charity football match, uh, which happened right. in Monaco. Um, you know, the driver lineup was uh, it was quite impressive, and yeah, there were like four drivers there. Yeah, I remember you reading it out last week. Um, yeah. the driver lineup, <laughs> and then it, you saw you named like half the grid that was going to be there. I named like ninety percent of the right? grid. No, no, there's photos of Daniel like in his uniform, but not playing. Well, the only people I saw playing on the ground were uh, Nando, um, Charles, Pierre, Carlos, and Stefano Domenicali. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, he was the goalkeeper at one point. He actually did a killer job. Oh my god, you know what? Good. I'm happy for him because, I mean, he's not exactly a youngin and he's, like, up against the youngins. So good for him. He I mean, did I hope well. he, he probably got some brownie points, to be real. I think he definitely did. I was very impressed. <laughs> that is so good. So good. But, um, but yeah, Carlos also had his ankle. Um, Apparently he's going to be fine for this weekend and you'd fucking hope so because, oh I mean, God. we're the in fa- the middle of a double header, guys. But also the fact that Ferrari allowed both of their drivers to play. Like, what if they crashed into each other and, like, concussed themselves? <laughs> they would have to replace both drivers for Monaco. Maybe that's how Charles was trying to get out of his Monaco curse. Maybe they're trying to knock some sense into you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're trying to knock him down a peg. Look, you shit at football, so do better at F1. Nah, I think I, I you know, I was impressed. I've, I didn't watch the match, but I saw I saw some clips, and I was impressed with Charles and Pierre. I think they did so well. Like from what I've saw, seen, anyway. From what I watched, Pierre was basically the kid at like sorts when you're younger that's just hitting at the net, 
constantly and like he might miss it by like 10 meters but he's still having a go <laughs> yeah he's yeah i love that impressive i love that um and then moving on so i was um scrolling through tiki tock for a hot moment on the weekend and somebody had leaked a video of louis hamilton walking past the rear end of a red bull in this video it looks like that he may have touched the rear wing of a red bull and it's kind of gone viral um and Max last year, if anyone was an F1 fan last year, t- accidentally touched the back of it. I mean, he didn't actually. He straight up went up and touched <laughs> of the rear wing of a Mercedes and was fined 50,000 pounds or euros. Euros. Um, and so now I'm just waiting for Hammy's fine to roll in. I mean, in the video, I don't know if it looks like he actually touches it, though. It kind of looks like he just moves his arm in front of it. It's just... it. Why would you want to risk it? I mean, 50,000 euros is nothing for these guys. When Max was asked about it last year, he's like, well, a bit less FIFA points for me. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, it's it's petty cash to them. But it's also at the same time, it's kind of like I'm pretty sure. Like, it's it's just not a good look, especially after Max was having DRS issues on in the race. Like, but did you know that Lewis had DRS issues during FP3? Uh, no, I didn't because I didn't watch a single parent tools. Oh. Oh. Well. Yeah, I'm sorry. I sorry. Um, I binge watched six hours of F1 today, which was Collie, all the interviews and the race, and then all the post, like Ted Book. No, Ted Book. Ted Ted's Book. Notebook. I love Ted Book. Ted Book is my favorite. <laughs> um, but I mean, it was an interesting weekend. Um, I've also got in here i don't know if you've seen this it was another thing that i scrolled on um on social media is disney posted a post of carlos sign what right yeah exactly i will screenshot it and i'll insert it here right and it's got the hashtag Lightyear, and i know that buzz Lightyear is getting his own movie this year which really makes me question is carlos going to be the spanish buzz Lightyear? Uh- <laughs> what (laughs) yeah i was really confused where did you see this on the disney um on the spanish disney i'm so confused spain disney do you want me to send it to you it's okay i'll find it oh my god did you find it i did another hero is about to join this stellar mission Right, so unless he turns into a character, like oh, he's a, he's got his own character. But I mean, I don't know. Are you telling me? I was gonna say, is he gonna be a Disney princess? But he's gonna be a Disney prince. He already practically is. I mean, um, it is confirmed that Carlos ha- is going to voice one of the characters in the film. That's so great. He has the Disney locks. You know, he's just <laughs> he straight up looks like a Disney prince. Well, it's just hilarious because first we had Lewis, Seb, and Nando in Cars, and now we have Carlos in Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I I feel like this is a Girls in the Fast Lane outing. Is it? Yeah, it's going to be. Okay. Oh, so we're going to see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to watch it together in some form. I don't know how, but we're going to make it happen. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> um, so also during the week, uh, Christian Hornet came out and said some stuff about budget caps, which, like, I kind of, oh god, I don't actually know. So he basically came out and said that he thinks the budget cap should be it should be lifted to a higher budget because there will be teams that will actually be missing out in the last few races because of these caps. I mean, look, it's their first year with it, so it's obviously going to be really hard. I think that if they can't, like, everyone should get an equal race. Um, oh, 100%. I think Ferrari shouldn't get one at all, um, and neither should Mercedes, straight up, because of their historical payments. But, but is I that think inc- that- does that get added on to the cost cap? I don't know. This is shit that, like, we need a real F1, someone to tell us. Ted? Ted Kravitz, I know you can answer these questions for me, so please <laughs> email me. Um, yeah, so I think it's – yeah, I think that if it's going to happen, it needs to happen across the board um, for everyone. But I would also be really keen if they didn't. What do so you it, would- Because I would kind of like to see what teams don't and then just, like, could it change the world championship completely? Because, like, Mercedes, Ferrari, like, Red Bull can't race and then, like, Lando comes in and wins the world championship. Like, but, I mean, if re- something crazy could happen, it could be great. Realistically, it's not going to be one of those three teams. It's going to be Haas or Williams or Aston, which have had more shunts this year and have had to put more money into fixing these cars. Like, uh, Mick's million-dollar crash in in Jeddah. Right, right, right. I think, yeah, but also this is what I think Christian Horner said last year is that if we're going to have budget caps that the opposing team that caused the crash should pay for it, which I somewhat agree for. Like if Hamilton throws Max off, 100% Mercedes should be paying for it or vice versa. Like if Max gets too aggressive and throws somebody off, then he like... Red I Bull see that. So basically what you're saying is that Pierre and Alpha Tauri should be fined for the crash that happened on Lance during yes. the weekend. Okay. Of course I that's the that. one you choose, but yes. Well, he also got two super points on his license. Um, Who? Pierre. I mean, that's a fair enough. Like, if you're going to – I mean, been, there's been lesser crashes that they gave penalty points out for this year. So. You know, I actually read it, read through it, and I know that we're going into the race, but I'm just going to quickly mention this. No, um, it, From what it seemed, it was more of a racing incident – because I think he had understeer or something and kind of bumped into Lance. But um, the, a similar thing happened between K-Mag and Hamilton and it was clear as put down as a racing incident. So I'd love to know what the outline is for racing incident and what depicts a racing incident, uh, incident and what doesn't. I feel like this is something in the re- – we should really sit down and read the regulations one day. Um, I have, but I have the memory of a goldfish. Yes. So, so <laughs> same. So I feel like we should probably – we need an expert that we can just add into the call at, like, any given moment, being like, hey, sorry, um, just one question. We just need this clarified. Uh, lab records. Yes. I would love that. Let's – if you are interested in that job, HMU. And if you're yeah, old, send us an email. Hit up our email. website. We'll um Yeah, you can email us. We still anytime. haven't sent out our newsletter, but we'll get on it. Jake's bet, shall we? Shall we talk about that? Because I mean, as we all know, Charles won the Grand Prix. I mean, no, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Jesus. guys, Charles won. <laughs> 
We all know that Max won the Grand Prix and that Charles DNF'd, um, <laughs> which left Drake just a couple thousand dollars. Um, I'm sorry, out of but this sounds so fake. <laughs> He screenshot it. There's a screenshot no, no. of his bet. Just the conversation that we're having right now. It just sounds so fake. Why? Well, just like Drake is betting on F1. I didn't know he was so into it. Oh, I thought you meant like that we were making it up. And I was no, like, no. no, oh my goodness. No. Um, yeah, first of all, I didn't know Jake was an F1 fan. Um, second of all, pop off, son. That would um. Could you imagine watching the race being like, yeah, Charles is leading. Fuck yeah, he's got a twenty second gap to the rest of the grid. Fuck yes, I'm making three hundred thousand dollars. And then you hear the sound of his turbo shut down or his engine just stop. <laughs> oh, jeez, I'm really glad that I didn't put a bet like that on him because I had um. Fun fact: last year at the start of the season, me and my ex placed bets. And I bet that, and um, I won like forty dollars. I bet that the Mercedes were going to win the constructors, and that Verstappen was going to win the championship. Wow! I'm not even joking. I haven't got it somewhere, but um, yeah, my ex was like, "That's never going to happen." <laughs> well, it did. <laughs> I'm Lukey impressed. Congratulations! How does it feel to be psychic? I mean. We've predicted some unusual shit, to be real. You know what I didn't predict? <laughs> Sebastian Vettel getting robbed in Barcelona and then chasing after the thieves on a scooter. Can I be real? It is like, that is definitely his character's vibe, though. Like, I can't, I can't <laughs> imagine, like, somebody robbing him and getting away with it. Like, uh, Also, like, why have we had two robberies on F1 drivers this year and both of them have tried to chase the thieves down? Um, no idea. No, <laughs> like, no idea. guys, what are you doing? Do you not, like, care about your safety? <laughs> yeah, but also, at the same time, like, I hate to say it, but I feel like little Lando Nori is the smartest one because he got robbed <laughs> last year. And he just straight up let them take it, like, which is the smartest move you can do. Could because you otherwise, imagine, like, you could get injured. Could you imagine Nori Norris putting up a fight, though? Because I couldn't. Yeah, no, neither. But also, like, I can't picture Charles deciding to chase somebody down. Like, <laughs> I either. can. Oh, my God. <laughs> if Sebastian Vettel was chasing after me on a scooter, I would also be pretty scared. Yeah, he's German. Have you? <laughs> first, straight up, my grandparents are German. Um, fun fact. Congrats. And I've been yelled at in German as a kid. That shit is fucking terrifying. Like the word I would straight up stop and give it back. The word na in German is literally die. <laughs> I would be petrified. Give me back the stuff. You'd be saying die. I no. I'm good. <laughs> Let's get into this race because we have to kinda we've got a lot to fit in this episode. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Practices so, are on you, babe. Oh, great. I'm so glad. So um, we had two junior drivers and for some reason Robert Kubica in, <laughs> in uh, free practices uh, during the weekend. Um, we spoke about it last week, but the FIA actually brought in the fact that you have to bring in a junior driver on two different outings and practices throughout the year. Um, Mm -hmm. So we saw Williams and we saw Red Bull. We saw, obviously, Williams brought out Nick, 
Lou Reeves and uh, Drew was for Red Bull. Um, Robert was for Alfa Romeo. Okay, when I just pause this straight up, why the fuck was, was Robert, Robert Kubica, <laughs> like, no offense, like, he's he was an F1 driver, he's somewhat, he's a decent driver, he's done Grand Prix and whatnot, like, but also at the same time, like, this is a young driver program, like, specifically targeted at, like, F2 drivers and drivers coming up into F1. I don't understand why they're, why He's they're bright idea. He's 37 years old. Yeah. Like, like, why was their bright idea to be like, okay, let's call up Robert Kubica. He's going to be our young driver for the weekend. Like, but the fact that they even sense. brought up, like, I know that Nick has just won the Formula E championship last year, but he's also 27, which I think is quite old. Wait, what? Yeah, Nick DeReeves is 27. Bro, is he, he's, he looks 12. Like, what? He looks like Lando Norris. He's 27. Oh, my God. He's, like, my age. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's I, when I found out that, I was like, oh, okay. I feel like there are younger people you could get in. Like, why didn't they bring in Jamie? Hold up. I think he's a great driver, and I still think that anyone under 30 should be classed as a young driver. So I, don't, I think it's fine. Um. But I also, yeah, I think it's fine. But I also think that it's, I think, yeah. But also where do you cap the age is where the real question is. Well, obviously 38. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. We We still have our time. You get that, right? Like that, this means we could train to be F1, F2, like F1 drivers. Like Like, we could still make it. If we got into, like we'd have to, what is the lowest F, is it like F6? F4. F4, okay. So we could like we could do it. I mean, we should. There's a let's go. We're I'm in Mackay. There's a, <laughs> there's a go kart ring. Let's go. Um, <laughs> I love the fact that you just got so flustered and that you couldn't form a fucking sentence. I'm like, sick. Okay. Um, moving on. Uh, Lando also damaged his floor, which put him out for FP two, um, which meant that he didn't get to run again until FP three. Um, Pierre, we were talking before. Um, off camera about how Yuki is just performing so much better than Pierre this year but I honestly think it has to do with Pierre's technical issues he had smoke coming out of his rear in FP3 like again this car is a barbecue we should buy him some sausages (laughs) have a snag mate Um, (laughs) and then we had our first DRS fault of the weekend. Funnily enough, there was more than one <laughs> with, with Lewis in FP3. Then mixed brakes caught on fire. What? Okay. So I feel like this is a really common issue across the whole grid. Like what is, brakes. I would really, yeah, I would really love to know a bit more about that. Um, yeah. And then something. All the brakes catching fire. Because it's a common problem with these grounded cars. It, it, yeah, I don't understand it. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they, on Nick Latifi's car, there was, like, a piece of pipes sticking out and then they called him into the pits and they couldn't find it. <laughs> Good job, William. Williams, you okay, huh? Like, yeah, do you, do, need, do do you, you need anything? Are you guys all right? Like, do you want us to come look at your cars? I'm Like, my <laughs> eyes aren't great at the moment, but I can still have a squiz. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing, but we sure can tell you when something's out of place. Um, moving on to Quali. So I watched Quali today and it was, I mean, it wasn't truly that exciting. Um, I think the most exciting thing that happened in Q1 was Lance was on, had an unsafe release. I don't remember that. 
Of course you do. Um, well, you better refresh that memory because he nearly took out. I mean, Lance was quick on the brakes. It's lucky. And no, we've spoken about this before. Can you drive? Can you blame the driver for an unsafe release? It's on the team. God, no. It's. I think the team gets fined. Um, but the driver can also get a penalty. And we've seen this happen before. I think the driver can get a penalty. I think it depends where it is. Like, I think it depends on, I think it's really, yeah, I think it's really dependent on. Didn't Andrew get a penalty this year for an unsafe release? Yeah, but I think he cut them off. Like, I think he went ahead and just cut them off. Like, I think because Lance stopped, he should have got a fine. I don't know if he got a penalty or not. Disappointing. Starting, going with McLaren, sorry. Um, The first time ever, Daniel Art qualified Lando. Little Lando Nori. For the first time um, ever. I mean, the first time this year, right? Okay, yeah, no, this year. I was like, first time ever, really? Nah, it's like the first first time in 10 races or something like that. Jesus. But I think um, I, I'm honestly going to blame it on Lando having tonsillitis. Honestly, poor boy. First he had hay fever. And then no, no, so I think he was sick, but he was just putting it down to hay fever. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I have hay fever at the moment. Sorry, I have tonsillitis at the moment. I'm fairly certain. And if I had to get into an F1 car and drive at the speeds they do, I would I would be dead. I actually watched a few rants about this on TikTok. Who was oh. for or against? What were they ranting for? They were ranting that he shouldn't have driven and they should have caught up a reserve driver. But, the- but in saying this, I honestly think that it comes down. Like, I don't feel like the teams are forcing him. Like, I feel like he would be like, oh, no, I'm not giving. Like, he could be, he, like, if they get upgrades on their car, he can compete for third in the world championship. But right? The- so, like, I feel like he's not going to whis- risk losing any points. And also the thing is, if he finished quality and went, no, nah, I'm not going to drive tomorrow, that means that they would not have a driver in the number four car. Because no, they'd have the reserve. No, because a reserve driver has to. Com- well, Nick could have done it. Nick, no, they didn't have a McLaren reserve driver this weekend because the regulations say that the driver has to compete in one of the free practices and then they can drive. As a reserve driver. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, say Checo couldn't race this weekend because he was sick. They could have called in Jury because he competed in FP one. That's interesting. I don't know. How, yeah. But I mean, also at the same time, like it, it is what it is. It's been, I, I watched last year when Kimmy couldn't compete. They didn't put, no, there was a race last year that somebody couldn't compete and they didn't put anyone in the car. I can't remember what race it was. I know that George replaced Lewis at one point. That was the year before. Was it? That was in 2020. I didn't even know what year it is now. <laughs> what else happened in Qualiage? Well, Fernando had his lowest start since Spain 2001. Like, that's Jeez. 11 years. That's a fucking... We didn't mention this in the news, but Alpine have announced that they will be making their decision on kicking out uh, Nando and bringing in Oscar very soon. I am, I look, I like Alonso. I think he's great. I love his energy. I think he's still driving well. Um, 
But I also think that it's Oscar's chance. Like, it's Oscar's time to have a chance. Like, Oscar, he's the hottest talent coming up through. And I mean, hottest is in talent-wise, not as in looks, guys. <laughs> he's got the hottest talent coming up through, F, like, F2. Like, and he's the only person to win championships back-to-back from F4 to F2. And the fact that he's not racing at all this year is sad. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, it is quite sad, to be honest. But, I mean, SD, I guess, is they're still still their young driver and it's like, okay, well, if you have two young drivers in a team, like, that's a big risk. I mean, The only well, team that's done yeah. it is Haas. And Ferrari. I don't know if I'd classify Carlos as young. He's, what, 27? 28? Turning, I think he's 28. He's the same age as me. Yeah, I mean, I would classify them as two young I mean, drivers. But see, I would. I see. I don't think. I feel like anyone that's above twenty five and had has had a few seasons isn't young. Is classed yeah. as a young driver. But then Haas had two rookies, which probably worked for them because of cost wise. <laughs> but I mean, maybe <laughs> it's one of those things. It's just. We can debate it for hours. We can. All right, move, let's move up to, I mean, let's talk quickly about Verstappen lost power, which lost him pole position, which means that our good old Charlesy boy ended up putting it on pole. He Not spun, but he put it on pole. Not that it did him any well. <laughs> Not that it did, any, did him any good. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of shocked, to be honest. Uh, about Ferrari. Yeah, so moving into the race now. Okay, so Fernando Alonso started at the back of the grid due to an engine change. Um, hence why it's his lowest starting position since 2001. Ah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right. And I mean, I'm kind of surprised that we're having en- engine penalties this early in the season. Um, but but the heat changed. He had taken, was it in Melbourne or oh, before Melbourne? It it might have been in Jeddah. I think he took a new engine. I'm gonna be real. I'm not <laughs> the person to. That's okay. I've, I've, I remember speaking about it, but I don't remember what race. Yeah. Um, well, we had, like, speaking from the start, we had a few drivers that were planning two-stop and three-stoppers, and did, I think most of them ended up on two-stoppers. Yeah, two and three-stops were the most common, um, which was interesting because um, Bull said there was going to be one-stoppers, and I was like... Not with that mm. tire degradation. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I'm sick. Give me a break. We need a montage of us trying to say degradation. The the graining, the tire graining, uh, the tire. But also, (laughs) I don't think the hard tires did well on that track. I think the times were quite shit. No, and it shocks me. Like, you said this before, like, just chuck chuck them on soft tires and let them fight up. And that's exactly what Lewis Hamilton did this weekend. Don't know if it was on... Right, but he definitely did that. So did Fernando. So actually, Hamilton was the only person to start on medium tires. Everyone else started on softs. Wow. Um, 
But it worked in his favor because he, yeah, Crashed. he fought up the Hamilton. Uh, I mean, he had a shunt with K Mag. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad as you think, though. Like it wasn't a shunt. I wouldn't call it a shunt at all. No. Did well. He's he just t- he just bumped tires really. Yeah. I wonder if he went onto a soft then. And he ended up climbing up to fourth at one point. So it's not like it's not like he did like it did massive damage to his car at all. No. Um, no. They and I mean, yeah. Do you think he could have been fighting for the win if one hundred percent? I honestly think that Hamilton could have fought the, for the win if he didn't have damage. The fact that he made it, he climbed to fourth, like, I mean, it was a bit of a battle um, with Carlos, but I think that he definitely could have, if he had no damage, I think he could have been challenging for second or first easy. Jesus. Do you think Which, Burke are back in it? I hate to say it, but I also love to say because I want Russell to get his first win. Is that I think they are. I really think they are back in it, um, which everyone has been waiting for. The sandbagging is over. Uh, I don't think it was ever sandbagging. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was literally they just hadn't got it and now they have. Yeah. Yeah, I think that um I think it'll be interesting to see how they go. I think that if I think once upgrades are once everyone does their upgrades, I think that it's going to be like a five way battle. Oh my god. Like, not for first, but, like, for definitely for second and third. Like, it's going to be, like, a five-way battle because, like, the points are still so close between everyone, um, which is interesting because I feel like that it wasn't that sp- – like, I feel like the top five kind of pulled away at the start last year. Um, and then it kind of got, like, closer towards the end, like, Carlos snatching Lando and things like that. Um, but – yeah, I honestly think that it's going to be a bit of a battle. Like, once everyone gets their upgrades, because they are fighting so close, like, the whole midfield is fucking tight. It is. It's it's a bit crazy. Um, mm. And, I mean, the – I don't know if you saw – I think it was BBC was, like, they said that Max was gifted the win. Did you see that? Yeah, but I also I – f- I agree. I'm sorry, but, like – Checo should have won, a hundred percent. Like Checo had the pace, Checo had the fresher tires. They were literally just protecting Max because he knew that they knew he couldn't fight off Russell without DRS, with his DRS yeah. issues. Which I hope they have fixed because you you can really you could really see that the lack of DRS was hampering him mm. in overtaking. And I mean, we saw the battle between Max and Max and George for several laps before. Checo overtook Max and managed to get the lead. Um, and then they put Max on a different tyre strategy. Yeah, and I think they only put him on a different tyre strategy because his DRS wasn't working, so I respect that. But at the same time, like, I've, yeah, I mean, straight up telling Checo that he's in a different race to Max is fucking disgusting. Like, But what would you say if you had Christian Horner saying no, Checo can't win this race, Max has to. If you were Checo's race engineer, what would you say? I mean, you obviously have to abide what Christian has to say, but if I was Checo, I would have ignored team orders. Like, I would have... Uh, like, I would have. What's, what's it called when you, you, like, do it now and ask for forgiveness later? Like, that, I would have just, just gone for it, sorry. If they crash, like, Baku 2018, like, fucking so be it. Like, Max can't win every race. Like, you can't just keep We're doing that. We're almost at Baku. Um, 
Yeah, well, I mean, there was a moment there where I didn't think he was going to win the race when there was a bit of a tailwind that caught him and Carlos off guard and they both went into the gravel. I mean, <laughs> I somewhat laughed when that happened, I'm not going to lie. Um, For Max or Carlos? I just, I'm at the point Sorry. where it's like, I don't want to cry. Like, I'm at the point because I love Carlos. I don't want to cry, like, for Carlos. Like, I don't want to be sad. Um, But I also think that he, his redemption arc in fucking Netflix is going to be good. But um, I just, this bad luck needs to end for him. Like, honestly. Yeah, it, it, it does. It's, it's really bad. I mean, Daniel, I think, finished 13th, which I think... I mean, he qualified ninth, right? P9. Yeah, from memory. But um, he just is so off the pace and he ended up not getting any points. And I'm just, yeah, like I said earlier, I think that it's just, no, I'm just not about it. Also, the reason why I bring this up is I just saw in my notes seasick. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> there was F1, Sky Sports. We love you guys, obviously. Um, But... They decided to put out a new technique and they got a lot of fucking hate for it. Like F1 Twitter. F1 Twitter. Twitter. (laughs) F1 Twitter blew up about the live drone. And I think the live drone idea was fucking a great idea. But first of all, you need a better drone flyer or you need a faster drone that can keep up with F1 cars because that shit was like making me sick because they were trying to be artistic and shit and it just was not working. Like, do it down okay, the street. Okay, unpopular opinion. I loved it. No, I love the idea of it. I just think I it, it was so cool. It was executed poorly. Like, fight me on it. Honestly. Executed yeah. so poorly. Do it down the streets. You'd be able to do so much better. Like, don't do it in a corner where you can't fucking turn properly. Like, Yeah, I was so worried that it was going to crash and put off someone's race. <laughs> like, oh, my God. But, um... Yeah, if we had seen the whole race from that point of view, I think I would have been sicker than I am now. Yeah, it was giving me a headache to the uh, towards the end, and I was like, I'm over this. Moving on, let's talk about um the Alpine Kings. Esty Bestie and Nando. Nando, they did well. Alonso. Something else, anything else? Nando is too close to Lando. I can't. Fernando Rapido Alonso. That song. I mean, you could also sing ABBA. Fernando. Ah, I could sing Fernando, but there is an actual song about Fernando Alonso. I mean, we could sit and talk for days about songs about drivers, but cool. we're not going to. <laughs> That's another segment. Um, I th- I'm look. These numbers could be really wrong because I didn't double check them. But at one point, Ocon was up five places and Fernando was up eleven places. So. And they both double points. Like, let's go. I'm so impressed. I was so scared that SD was going to underperform this year. And, like, it came out last week that he had cried in a car park after, which joined the club. Wait, 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 what? Repeat that. So after he lost his seat in whatever year it was, he cried in his rental car in a car park. Right. My heart, don't. I'm gonna cry. I love Esty so much. <laughs> I also love him. I would cry so, so much. Yeah, it would be so. I'm literally about to cry. Um, it would be so crushing. Like I would definitely cry in, <laughs> in a, a car park too. Holy shit! 
That's so sad. Yeah, but then, but Toto Wolf is his manager, yeah. Yeah. So then you'd have Toto Wolf coming and being like, like brushing you off and being like, it's okay. I fucking love Toto. I feel like he's the most <laughs> underrated character in F1. I don't think he's underrated. Um, but yeah, then we got to the end of the race and we had a podium in the shape of a track. Did you notice that? Track. I did. Because as soon as I got onto the podium, I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, I get it. Like, Could you imagine the tracks like, okay, so we have some pretty boring truck shapes, but like, like Silverstone, that'd be cool. Or like Zandvoort. Monaco. What else is cool? Singapore? See. Monaco. Monaco. <laughs> they would be. <laughs> it's so thin. <laughs> that would be interesting. All right. So our last point on the race is um Ted. I just, it was just in regards to, um, if you watched Ted's notebook, he was discussing Checo's position in the team. Um, and basically just said, well, it's kind of, kind of what he signed up for, I, which I know you don't agree yeah, with. Yeah, it's wrong. And it's like, I know that everyone thinks that because it's like, it's happened to so many past drivers, but also at the same time, like, I think to ask that as someone for season in it, like, I mean, understandably last year, Max pulled ahead pretty quickly, but this year mm-hmm. Max isn't pulling ahead like as fast like, Checo deserved to win that race. It wasn't, you know, you've still got, like, 18 races for the rest of the year or however many it is. Um, <laughs> you've still got 18 races or however many it is for the rest of the year. Like, Max has got plenty of time to, like, to overtake Charles. Like, and Charles, let's be real, isn't... Um, like that far in front like it's not a main like a big issue not anymore no but he wasn't even that far in front at the start of the race like yeah i just i don't agree with it at all i could go on for hours about this and she will oh i will i will <laughs> all right no. so now we need to wrap that race up let's call it a day on that race but stick around because we have <laughs> we're about to do part two Jesus. Right? I know. I'm sorry. It's a long episode this week. Wait until we get to the triple head- headers. We're going to be screwed. Are there any triple headers anymore? No, there isn't. I think there's only double headers. Thank God. Double headers are fucking hard enough. <laughs> so, it's race week, baby. It was just race week. <laughs> Don't complain. It I'm fucking. It's race week. I... I'm tired. It's fine. You need to change your attitude, little miss. It's race week. Yeah. We're in Monaco, baby. I'm fucking excited. I love Monaco. I don't... And you know what? You? I don't love Monaco for the race. I love Monaco for all the content that comes out. It's always good You know, content. we've we've had some pretty crazy content this year already, starting in Australia. Right. Where everyone has just been so unhinged. So the fact that we now have Monaco... Um, I mean, I'm just going to quickly jump back to that interview between Lando and Max last year when Max was like definitely tipsy. I don't think he was. I really <laughs> you don't nah, think he I was? just think he was in a happy silly mood. <laughs> a silly goofy mood. Yeah. 
Um, but we have uh, a thunderstorm on the forecast for this weekend. I hate wet races. I love them. I mean, we have we have Lance Stroll, we have Lando Norris, we have George Russell, who are going to all be really strong contenders. Yeah, I mean, quality is going to be great because usually the person that wins quality wins the mm-hmm. race. Yeah, other than last year. <laughs> Poor Charles. Um, But because if you don't know Monaco, it's a street circuit. It's a very narrow street circuit and it's very hard to overtake on. Yeah. Oh, am I supposed to speak? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I was cleaning fingerprints off my laptop, sorry. Um, Yeah. Oh, (laughs) very, very on brand. Um, So... Yeah, you're right. So Charles last year put it on pole, then smashed his car straight into a corner. Um, and his team did a good job to get it to the grid. And then once he got it to the grid, he realized it didn't work. So then, yeah, Monique, as we know, the Monaco curse. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if the curse plays any effect for him this weekend. I think that if it doesn't, he is a really strong contender. He put it on pole last year unexpectedly especially at his home race, but um, who knows? It could be in. I also think he's kind of not great in the wet or at street circuits, so I think it could be a bit of a downfall for him this weekend. Do you think that he should have been reprimanded for putting it on pole and then crashing last year? Like, do you think that hampered other people to get on pole because he crashed? I think that's a dumb, dumb. I know that. I know that there was who. What driver came out and said that? Uh, Checo. I think that's dumb. I think Checo's the only driver on the Checo. grid not to like not to position himself well and then crash in quality. To be honest, yeah. but I also, if you don't remember, um, <laughs> he crashed out on a formation lap last year. So, who did Checo? <laughs> Did he? Yeah. So did Max. Max has done that. Valtteri's done that. Yeah. <laughs> they all have. Yeah, Max. Yeah, but I, this was like shunted like into a wall, like <laughs> on a formation lap. Um, so, I mean, I think it's just as bad because you're now delaying the ra- le- le- the race start. Um, but yeah, I honestly think it – I don't think it was an issue. I think – yeah, I don't think it was an issue. He was on pole and then he didn't start. So then it it would have happened. Like, if he had started the race and didn't finish, like, it would have happened that way anyway. Yeah, that's true. But, yeah, we ended up getting uh, Max, Carlos, and Lando on the podium. Yeah. So, Monaco is one of our oldest circuits on the, on the calendar. It was started in 1950, the year that F1, I mean, was kind of founded, right? Jesus. Yeah. Um... It's old. Yeah, it's a fucking hard track. It's a narrow track, like you said. There's a hairpin that they go, I reckon, like 20 k's in. Have you raced it in the sim? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, same. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, it's – and you've got a quote here. Uh, I presume it's from Nelson PK Jr. Yeah, it is. That says, yeah. it's like riding a bicycle around your living room. Yeah, that's how he describes driving Monaco. And I was like, that's a really – interesting way to describe it yeah and i mean it makes sense the streets are so narrow you've got the hairpin that you're talking about it 
it's going to be interesting. It's also quite a short track, really, um, compared to most. I mean, most tracks kind of sit at 5, 6Ks. This is only 3.3. Yeah, and I mean, that's just because of how small Monaco is. <laughs> if it was to be any bigger, they would, they would cross it? borders. <laughs> yeah, you'd be in France. <laughs> uh, you'd be in Nice. That's what you would be doing. But, um, yeah, it's... It's, yeah, 3.3 kilometres, which means it's 78 laps. That is a lot of laps. Like, Barcelona was, what, 67, 68? I think, don't quote me, this could be the first false fact of the day, but I think it's the longest or the most amount, yeah, the most amount of laps in a race on the calendar, which means concentration (sighs) is key around that thing. That is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Jesus. It's like one, I mean, track limits are also very strict. Um, and one wrong, one wrong sausage curb sends you straight into a wall. Like, and we've seen it so it's, many times. It's a bit like Jeddah, really. Nah, Jeddah is way better. I No, don't oh. not, do not quote that. Jeddah is like way more open Jeddah. and you can overtake a Jeddah. And okay. Fair enough. I mean, basic, yeah, basically, if you get on pole in Monaco, you win the race, unless you crash. Or have a shit pit stop. Yeah. Daniel uh, Ricciardo 2016. But then Daniel Ricciardo 2017 redemption. Wasn't it 2018? <laughs> Was it? Yeah. Fuck. Um, it was one of those years. Yeah, the race. It was a long time ago. The race distance also is quite short. Usually we sit around 300Ks. This is. 260 so 40k shorter than usual damn so they didn't want to chuck in another few laps (laughs) (laughs) they just went "Mm, 78 laps that's enough yeah i mean why can't (laughs) we just straight up throw it up to 100 like let's just go yeah (laughs) i could do that sorry what um can i just have the i i could 100 laps around monaco 100 you could do it okay I want to I yeah. see that in a sim or something. We need to do it. Okay, done. Um, so, and you've got here that they've changed the structure. Have they changed the structure? Yeah, so they've changed the structure of the weekend. I'm pretty sure it used to go P1, FP1 and FP2 on the Thursday, and then they would have Friday off, and then they would do Saturday, Sunday. But I think because it's so close to things this week that they couldn't do that, so they pushed it back to, like, a normal race weekend. Because last wow, year, I didn't even know it was different. Yeah, last year, um, with the race weekend, I remember having like you're like, what the fuck do I do on a Friday night now? Like, <laughs> oh my god, guys, I have nothing to do. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's it was more of like a media day, and they had like events and things on that the drivers would go to and have like a day off in the middle cool? of the weekend. But now it's changed. Wow, I didn't know that. The more you know, mm, shows how how long an F one fan you've been. <laughs> I've been an F1 fan for so long. <laughs> Literally ages. Um, but I also think that they were talking of changing – the other reason why I put that down is because they're talking about changing the structure of the whole calendar and kind of setting it um, up so that it's more – Regional blocks. Yeah, which I think is a great thing. I have <laughs> – I actually put a lot of thought into can this. Can you please hold that up to the camera um, so that everyone can see? have you been planning out the calendar is that what i'm seeing here yeah so i have the 2023 calendar right here um lap record do you know anything about that 
It was fast. It was 1.12 seconds set by Lewis Hamilton in 2021. 1.12 seconds? Yeah, that's how Jesus. short a fucking lap is it. <laughs> <laughs> Monaco. Do you mean one minute, 12 seconds? Why? What did I say? It does say 1.12 seconds. 1.12 <laughs> seconds. Whoa. <laughs> that was a bit quick. I mean, I would be fucking impressed. Let's uh, I think we should start rolling into predictions. Yeah, let's let's do it. You go first. Um, I'm gonna do some Tinder predicts. I put it I put oh. it out into the universe. Um Did they actually respond? Ouch. My feelings. No. <laughs> okay, go on. Um Okay, so fun fact. I'm gonna <laughs> cover this guy's name. But I accidentally sent everyone the same message saying my Ami predictions instead of Monaco. So everyone's like, do you mean Monaco? I'm like, yeah, like, of course. Um, and a lot of people have replied to that and thinking that's funny instead of actually giving me predictions. God, guys, get with the fucking program. Yeah, so Marcus, hurry up and send your predictions in so I can read them out. Um, Come on, guys. So the we had Jen last week. Oh, sick. <laughs> as for his predictions. And... He was the one, I'm pretty sure we clipped it and put it on TikTok. I'm pretty sure it was that one. Was he the one that said Ferrari looks really fast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. Yeah, fair call. He's good, like, good, you ask us every race. He's like, do you work for F1? Yeah. I mean, yes. something like that. Something. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's like, Ferrari, their car is greater there, I guess. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence in this guy is... Um, <laughs> Real strong. <laughs> I just I just don't have anything to say to him. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, good job. So we have a new one, Michael. Oh. We um Massey? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's got a this is the one I was telling you about that has a photo of an F one driver. He says, I hope Leclerc doesn't DNF, but I reckon he will. He's like, so I think it's gonna be Verstappen P one, Russell P two, and Science P three, but we shall see. And I was like, Oh I don't hmm. I don't know. We've never seen Russell perform well on a street circuit, first of all. Um, and that's obviously because he's never had the car to do it. But Well, he's raced on street circuits before. Yeah, but, I mean, what was his position at Bahrain? I mean, Jeddah. Fuck. Um, oh, Jesus, I have no clue. Yeah, so I think that will be really... Well, they were shit back then, so... Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That's very true. So I mean, I don't know if I think I don't think Russell will be too P two, but I mean it was a good good prediction. We'll we'll yeah, come back I'm, to him. I'm impressed. Good job. Dom. Dom has been a regular. Um and I asked him for his prediction and he was like, Absolute carnage was his first message. And I was like I mean, that first corner, he could be right. Um, he's like, I love Monaco, but it doesn't make for a good race. Leclerc is hometown hero. I hope he wins. It could be a pretty cool thing. And then I asked Charlie, who, who is he related? To Charlie's Trump? appeared before. He said Hamilton was due for one back at Miami, and um, which we were all kind of like, mm, yeah, if they bring upgrades. He didn't reply. Um, he reckons that Verstappen is going to win, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I have a bad feeling about Max this weekend. I have a bad feeling about Red Bull this weekend. I just don't think they prefer perform great at Monaco in general as a team. 
And I feel the same about Mercedes because Mercedes fucked it up royally last year. Uh, uh, That's my thoughts. I mean, fair fair thoughts, fair thoughts. Thank you. Now you're on to your predictions, I think. Um, Oh, yeah. Well, I made you go first last week, so I'll go first this week. You sure did. I don't forget that. All right. I reckon we are looking at. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something outrageous. I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna name. I'm just gonna give the absolute most outrageous. It's raining. Um, this weekend. Let's be one done. <laughs> no, I'm gonna give the most outrageous. Um, so I reckon we're going to go. Let's go, Lando. His first win. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna put Carlos P2 because I love Carl Lando romance. Um. Romance, yeah, nice. um, and I'm going to put Stroll on P3. Just yes. for you, baby. Get in just there. for you, baby cakes. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. All right. so Your much. turn, babe. Okay, I'm I'm calling Carlos's maiden win. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I really wouldn't. I hope so. It'd be pretty shit for fucking I'm... Charles, so let's be real. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to put Max second because of a slow pit stop. Oh, which ooh. is usually unheard of for Red Bull, yeah. but you never know. And then I'm putting Esty Bestie on third. I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Esty Bestie. Hi. I'm going to put, <laughs> I'm, I know that we don't usually do our top five, or we haven't done our top five in a long time, but I'm going to say that Daniel Ricciardo is going to make his Monaco redemption this year because he did so shit last year and that's kind of how he works. And he got lapped in Monaco last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I saw a prediction that he was going to get lapped again on the internet somewhere. Um, I'm not going to name names on who said it, but. Um, yeah, well, if you're doing your top five, I'm going to say Lando P4. Oh, yeah. Who do you reckon for P5? I haven't done my P5 yet. Say Alex. <gasps> yeah, I love that. Let's just go Twitch Quartet. Why not? Mate, we should just change my prediction to Twitch Quartet. Charles, uh, Lando. I'm going to put Pierre in P5. Alex. I'm going to make Pierre. Yeah. Pierre can have his comeback. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I mean, yeah. this could be interesting. Could be interesting. Um, <sighs> I could have fucked up. They, they, Their qualifying is going to be sunny and warm. Fuck. But it's fine. I mean, our predictions aren't for qualifying. They're for... Maybe Nick Latifi is just going to shunt it <laughs> into everyone. Maybe maybe Valtteri is going to shunt it into the midfield like you predicted last week. Is that what I said? Yeah, you said that Valtteri was in a perfect position to shunt into no, the midfield I, and take out half a pack of cards. No, but I wasn't saying predi- like for this race. I'm saying just like... No, in, no, you were just saying in general. Yeah, in general, he's yeah. usually pretty... Yeah, maybe this is maybe this is his race. Maybe. What's the weather going to be in Baku next fortnight? Can you believe we have two street circuits in a row? I mean, Ugh. I would love to see Charles's heart rate right now. Um, just out of pure <laughs> curiosity. Charles, are you okay? Do you need? Do you need a hug? Do you need something? He needs a fucking you, value. You're alright. <laughs> he needs more than that. <laughs> um. Yeah, but you know, they're talking about more sustainable racing in uh, in F one as well, and I actually have this. <laughs> okay, all right. 
I need to hear this calendar sent out. I can. I'm, is that what that is? That is that a calendar? That's. Yeah, I actually, um, I've actually been hired by the FIA to do the calendar for next year, and this is it. All right. Well, so M's F1 calendar. Let's go. All right. So we're going to start off in Bahrain because mm-hmm. we're also going to do preseason testing there. Uh, we're then going to go to Jeddah. Yeah. Then we're going to go to Baku. Wait, hold up. Do they always do preseason testing in Bahrain? I thought they changed it. Like, I, I think well, they changed it. Well, it's been it. there the last year. But, you know, I'm just going with it. Okay, yeah. Uh, then we're going to go from Baku to Melbourne. Interesting. And then we're going to do Melbourne, Singapore, Japan. Oh, nice, nice, nice. And then we're going to do Imola, Barcelona, Monaco, Spa, Zandvoort, Silverstone. What Monza. about Monza? Oh, yeah. I'm fucking getting there. Sorry. <laughs> Monza, Austria, Hungary, France, Canada, Vegas, Miami, Cota, Brazil, Mexico, and end in Abu Dhabi. I mean, to be honest, like I get that they try and mix it up, but I honestly think that I am one for sustainability. And if they brought out a calendar like that, I wouldn't be upset. Though I would love for... I would love that it I would love that it changed around. Like I think that like the only thing I find wrong with your calendar is that Melbourne isn't at the start. Like I well, love that Melbourne was the start of the calendar for so long. But if they were going to have Melbourne at the start of the calendar now, they would have to do preseason testing in Melbourne as well. No, too. well preseason testing's a few weeks before. But see, then you would have Melbourne in March. Which then, it used to be. Yeah, but then if you're going to regional group like they plan to then you'd have to have Singapore and Japan and it snows in Japan. I mean, March is like still cold, isn't it, in Japan? Yeah, like I'm winter? the wrong person to ask for that. Oh, it'd be cherry blossom season. Okay, yeah, no, done. perfect. Let's done. go. <laughs> done, done, done. Um, uh, it also means we have to save real fast if they make Melbourne. <laughs> um, but they was, But a few people were saying that they think that it will be bad because – people won't go to races one after the other but i think it'd be great let me go to three races in a row because they're all close to each other i think that you might i think that you might like i know there's people that travel europe and do like back-to-back races in europe so why would it be different anywhere else like Um, group europe together um mm -hmm. group america together i think australasia i heard a little rumor that tell me that vegas was going to be in november so. Yeah, so Vegas apparently is going to be the week after Thanksgiving now um, instead of on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I think that would fit. Chucking Coda. Obviously, Brazil would have to be that time of year. Um, Mexico and then finish. Up but also, up. this is the other thing. Uh, in Miami, it doesn't rain. But uh, in Texas, it gets f- snowy. So if you're racing in November at Coda, that's going to be dangerous. So, I mean, yeah, I just – they might have to do like – they might have to do like – what's the word called? What's the lower part of America called? Central America? Yeah. Um, And then like they might have to do Central America – like Coda than Central America and then come back up to America. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I, that's still better than going to fucking Europe and back. Well, yeah, even even starting this year in um in where the fuck did we start? Bahrain, and then go to Jeddah, and then we came to Melbourne, and then we went to Imola, and then to Miami. Like that was 
Yeah. And there was issues getting, like, I know that for Melbourne to get things on time, to get, like, all the cars and things on time, they had to contact the CEO of DHL. Jesus. Even last year, um, (laughs) even last year with that triple header, do you remember, like, like, people weren't going to have things there on time? (laughs) Yeah, like, half were like, you can't crash because we don't have a, oh, no, that was here. Um, Yeah, no, but where was it? It was the end of the triple header. They were like, we don't know if we've got stuff coming in. There yeah. was two triple headers last year. Jesus, I'm so glad there's none this year. It was, yeah, there was one, but now there's yeah, none. Which, I mean... Have we spoken about the rushes not being replaced? I That's don't think no. so. so Russia's being replaced, surprise. If you didn't know, Russia is not being replaced. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, I mean, puts a bit of a damper on our plans, but that's fine. Um, but also maybe... But also maybe a good thing because then we also aren't going to be as poor as we were going to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think seven nights in Singapore is really going to test our budgeting. But, you know, we'll be fine. We have a lot of things coming. A we lot do. of things coming. We do, guys. Fuck. Yeah. And just so you know, you're my ride and die. Oh, that's so fucking cute. You're okay. I'm joking. You're also my ride or die. I'd love to yeah. see your face right now. Is it offended? No, it's actually, you look cute today. Thank you. I know you haven't even complimented me once on my, like my look today. And I was like, she's not even. You didn't compliment me. But you're not wearing any F1 merch, which I'm Is it quite I look like shocked shit? at. You know, I bought this jumper. Um, I'm not going to explain it. Um, and mum was like, did you buy that? Because it's Aston Martin colours. <laughs> and I was like. Did I buy it because it's Aston Martin colours? You know what? I just feel like unwillingly you realise like how much that F1 impacts your life. Like, so for example, this weekend I, well, last week I spent, I worked seven days last week, so it was a pretty intense week. But I spent two days at Winton setting up Red Bull merch for the V8 supercars. I then spent three days at um at Summonat Slam. And if you don't know what Summonat Slam is for our international listeners it's um it's like a car show so like you can go and take your car and like compete and like have like they compete for like show and shine I think it's called they also have like burnout competitions um drag races and then they also have a thing called top fuelers which are the most which are the like most powered car in the world it's like 10,000 horsepower they are so fucking loud that like if you when you stand there and watch them like it makes your stomach vibrate and it makes you feel like I had just eaten and I was like lucky not to throw up we had little kids throwing up we had to call like first aid and shit because there was yeah it was they're in the most intense and it's so loud that it's scary like I tried to record a video of them and I, I was trying to record a video of them and it's so loud and I had earplugs and earmuffs on that like I jump like in the video so like this video is like steady and then they start they like rev the car and I jump and then they take off because of how loud they are it's insane but um going back to how much it impacts like F1 impacts my life is I walked I got given a lot of free merch to wear for the um for the weekend because obviously I was selling merch there and I now have walked away with like all this like raceway merch and all this like top fueler merch and I was just what the like, fuck is mine you can have, you can wear mine. They're way too big on wear me. It. Oh, and <laughs> bro, do you know how much money I've spent on you in the last week? It's enough. <laughs> oh my 
Yeah, guys, my birthday's not even for another month, and I'm bit. Yeah, you're so welcome. I know, thank you. You're just gonna have to come to Alice Springs. For my birthday. I know, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, is it time to call it a day? Yeah, I think it's definitely time to call it a day for the final time. Um, I'm going to bed. Yeah, it's 10 o'clock. I think I'm going to go to bed. Me, it's 10 o'clock. I'm so tired. I'm so sick. We've been recording for an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> We've done well. You've done really well. Like, uh, you haven't coughed once into the microphone. I'm quite impressed. Thank you. I when I when Ash called me when I woke up today and I sounded like Darth Vader. Um, <laughs> so the fact that my voice sounds semi-normal is actually low-key impressive. Yeah, and the fact that you've spoken for an hour and a half and haven't like it hasn't yeah like you haven't lost your voice i'm really quite impressed so let's call it a day um if you liked these episodes because i think i'm gonna have to do this in two parts um if you like this episode or episodes um please jump on our youtube check out the video um because i always do some cool editing or try to anyway maybe (laughs) have you ever watched them no yeah that's what i feel it's a show you feel um, if you liked this episode, please jump on our YouTube and check it out. Check out our Instagram, our TikTok. We always post some funny stuff on there. Um, like and subscribe. It really helps us. Follow us. Give us five stars. Send me an email. Girls yeah. in the fast lane at gmail.com. Check Send out our website. <laughs> Sign up for our email subscription that Em is working on. Um, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.